1952, after an abysmal showing at the Olympics, a young medical student at Oxford University was considering giving up running. What he did instead was to break a record that people thought was biologically impossible. Want to find out what he did? Join me. I'm Dr. Nathan Palai. Welcome to Speed Tribe. I don't know if you've ever ran competitively, but it is misery. Some of you have done your fair share of shuttle runs and ladders and think it's utter nonsense, and you're not completely wrong. And that is what Roger Bannister was thinking at the end of 1952. But then he thought, what if I could do something that had never been done? Run a mile in less than four minutes. Up to this point, things like World War II, amateurism rules, and fixed mindset that thought that four minutes was perhaps the biological limit for a mile had kept people from this achievement. But he decided to believe that he could run a sub four minute mile, and then he got to work. Armed with this belief, Roger intensified his training, pushing his body regularly to the blackout, lung heaving, absolute misery that can be track running. Then on the 6th of May, 1954, Roger Bannister began his day at the hospital in London where he sharpened his racing spikes, rubbed graphite on them so they would not pick up too much cinder ash, and then took the mid-morning train from Paddington Station to Oxford, nervous about the rainy, windy conditions that afternoon. And then he showed up to race. He knew that if he were to, to break the record, he'd have to run each of the four laps in under a minute each. As the gun exploded on this cool day, he took off. And sure enough, the first lap went well. He was successful. He ran it in 58 seconds, two seconds faster than he needed to. At the half mile mark, two laps, he was at one minute 58, right on track. But then the third lap, this lap is just grueling. He fell off the pace. When he crossed the line after three laps, he was at 301. It didn't look like he was making it. He's going to make it. So he dug deep and ran this final lap in less than a minute. In the black and white picture of him crossing the finish line, he has his head thrown back, gasping for air, heaving himself across the finish line. And he did it. Three minutes, 59.4 seconds. And then once he broke it, a stream of pre people broke it. 1,400 men, including 12 high school students, have also broken this barrier. Here's what we can take away for his, from his story. Here's the formula. It works for everything. Miles, math, volleyball, football, baseball, talking to girls, talking to boys, running a company, everything. Uh, I got distracted. Here's the formula. Belief, that is this idea that you can learn slash grow or progress plus action or practice equals growth. Belief plus action equals growth. So let's start with this idea of belief. What I mean by belief is this just a simple idea that you can grow or learn, the growth mindset. Let me ask you some questions to see where you're at with your beliefs. And you just tell me, uh, tell yourself, do you agree with this statement? Is this statement true of you or is it not so true of you? You can find the survey over at trainugly.com. They have a ton of great stuff. Go check them out. So. Number one, you can always change your talent a good amount, no matter how much you have. Do you agree with that or do you disagree with that? Number two, 
I like to work.、Uh, I like work the best when it makes me think hard. Do you agree or disagree, personally? Number three, I like doing things that I'll learn from, even if I make a lot of errors. Number four, when something is hard, it makes me want to spend more time on it, not less. Number five, you can always learn things, but you can't really change how smart you are. Do you agree or disagree? Is that true for you or not true? Number six. I like work the best when I can do well without putting a lot of effort in. Number seven, I like doing work that I can do perfectly almost all of the time. Number eight, when I have to put extra work in, it makes me feel like I'm not as good as my peers. Now, these questions are important because they reveal what our natural mindset is. They tell us if we have a natural growth mindset. Or more of a fixed mindset. Now, let me let you in on a little secret. Most of us start out with a fixed mindset. We have to learn how to have a learning mindset. I know that sounds kind of weird, but it is. If you found that you answered questions like "I like work the best when it makes me think hard," and you're like, "Yeah, I like that," well, that's a growth mindset sort of thing. Or if, on the other hand, you're like, "I like work that I can do perfectly almost all of the time." That's more of a fixed mindset, and so just recognizing that can help us、um, make adjustments to what we we do, right?、Um, so the difference between a growth and a fixed mindset is important. When we have a fixed mindset, we believe that we are、um, permanent and, and that we're not going to move, and this is damaging because it impedes us from taking action. And if we don't take action, we don't become better. If we have a growth mindset, we believe we can learn a new things, so we try and we fail, and we learn and we get better. And so, back to this formula, this idea is belief plus action equals growth, equals talent, equals learning, it equals success. When we believe we can learn and then we take action, then we become better. Why is this true? Why is it so important? Well, it's the simple fact that skills, talents, or knowledge are really just pathways in your brain, electrical and chemical pathways. You form these pathways、um, when you try a new skill, and then you establish and thicken these pathways with a substance called myelin. Myelin just coats these pathways each time you struggle and try a new thing. And expands them. It turns this pathway into a dirt road, and then a paved road, and then a highway. That's how skills, talents, and knowledge are built. That's the the biological, the neurological fact of this, the science of it. Think of it this way: It's like walking in the snow. The first time you walk through, it is super heavy. The, but the more you walk that same path, the easier it gets. For example, I love to mountain bike. But during the winter, when all the trails are covered with deep snow, I sometimes do something called ski biking. My friend and I take、uh, took these old bicycle frames, bought some skis at a thrift shop. Then we chopped down the skis, built some brackets to attach the ski to the bike, and wham, bam, you got ski bikes. So during the winter,、um, when we can't go mountain biking but still want to go mountain biking, we go ski biking instead. We snap, strap on some snowshoes, put our bikes over our shoulders, 
and trudge through the snow and really just slug through it. Trudge is really the only word to describe it. It is slow, laborious, and heavy. And at first, honestly, not worth it. The first ride we take is like riding one of those kiddie rides at the amusement park. It's like slower than a jog, like I could jog down the hill faster. But still kind of cool to go down through the mountains between trees as the powdery snow billows up. It's picturesque, but that's not why we go. We do not go for the first run. We go for the runs after that. Now that we have a path, it is easier to climb up. There is less snow to cling to your snowshoes, and the snow is compacted so you don't sink as much uh, with every step. And then comes the downhill. It brings a smile to my face just thinking about it. You fly down. Your skis skid. You lean into the turns. The snow sprays up in rooster tails. Oh, it's so fun, ski biking. Ski biking is way more fun with a path. The same with learning anything new. You have to stomp down a snowpath in your mind. That's how you develop a talent, a skill, knowledge, any of it. And at first, let me make you a promise. It will be hard and you will kind of suck. You gotta know that. Sometimes you will really suck, but that is never really the point. The point is stomping down a path so you can kick up rooster tails. It's not a magic pill. It still takes time and patience, but the science is clear. At any age, in any ability, the brain is made up of pathways. Fire a pathway a lot, it builds a strong path. What fires together, wires together, are what neurologists say. Like a muscle needs struggle to grow, needs challenge to grow, um, the same with a mind. You have to work at it. You have to struggle, you have to move it forward. That's how you build new skills. And so you also have to work to maintain this growth mindset, this learning mindset. Some days you are going to have it and some days you won't. Some tasks you will have a growth mindset and some tasks you won't. But you can grow. Even if you're a slow learner, you can still get better. Now I have two um, homework assignments. I don't know if homework's the right word. Maybe we change it to two adventures for learning. Is that better? Uh, number one, I want you to grab your phone or a piece of paper and I want you to think about skills you have, like walking or talking, eating, reading, shooting, hitting. What's a skill you have? But then the second part is important. How did you get that skill? How did you become better? Do you remember the first time you tried to dribble a basketball? Uh, have you seen videos of you trying to walk? Did you come out um, of the womb speaking in full sentences? How did you learn a skill? And number two, uh, this is going to stretch you a little bit, but if you do it, it will really accelerate your learning in other areas. I want you to spend one week on an anti-talent show. Usually we would go to a talent show and show off something that we're really exceptionally already good at. I want you to try something that you're not good at. Just for one week, something you have never done before or something you suck at. It can be like yo-yo tricks or the piano, singing, sports, a computer game, Mario Kart, spinning a basketball, art, talking to new people, push-ups. I literally don't care. 
But here are the rules. Try it once and take a video of the first time you try it. Then spend just 20 minutes focused on learning that skill each day for one week. And then take a video at the end and see the difference. Chances are you'll still be pretty terrible, but you will be better. This will be proof that you can learn. And this translates to everything else you are trying to do. Got it? All right, that's all for today. Thanks for running with the tribe. Go out and learn, go out and grow, go out and live. If you like what you've heard, please give us a good rating or recommend it to a friend. If you want more help sorting out your mindset, get, contact us. We'd love to help you out and help you to grow. See you next time. Thanks.